Chloe Cole, a detransitioner, has decided to take some action against those who mutilated her as a child. Grooming continues in the public schools in Pennsylvania, and California threatens to take another tool away from law enforcement in the name of equity. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Happy Friday! Okay, let's go over some news, and then we'll cover what we weren't able to actually get a hold of earlier this week. So, six countries have joined Russia in opposing the United Nations resolution calling for peace between Russia and Ukraine. Uh, not really a big surprise here. Belarus, which is a Russian ally. North Korea, which is a Chinese ally. Syria, Russian ally. Eritrea, it, Eritrea? I guess that's how it's pronounced. I don't know. I've never heard of it, which is a Russian ally. Mali, which is, I think, is a Chinese ally. And Nicaragua, which is also a Chinese ally. One of the countries we could also throw in there, I think, is China, since China is already is buddy-buddy with North Korea and Mali. Uh, here's the big thing. The United Nations, worthless. Another resolution. I mean, that's that's all they do. Is so I guess they're gonna send a letter to somebody if this it it got approved I think 141 nations voted for peace, but okay doesn't really do anything. So spiritual advisor and best-selling self-help author, it Marianne Williams is at it again. She has decided to enter the Democratic primary. Uh, now she's got about as uh, she's got about as much chance of, of becoming president or winning the nomination as a snowball does of not melting in hell. She is just, she is dumb as a brick. Um, she says stupid things. Uh, she is just, a, she's a just a terrible, I mean, she's not a terrible person. She seems actually like a very nice person, but just dumb as all sin. And then last a bit of news, <coughs> Chloe Cole, Cole, who at 13 decided that she was a boy, uh, and then, so what did they do? She went to uh, Kaiser Permanente, and they threw her on hormones at 13, and then at 16, they cut off her breasts, and then at 18, at 17, she realized this is stupid, but it was too late. Her body is probably ruined for the rest. Her body is definitely ruined for the rest of her life. They don't know what the hormones have done to her. So she's decided to join the, the Dylan Law Group and La, Maran, uh, La Man, Man, Mandry and jo, Jonah LLP and file a lawsuit against Kaiser Permanente, the Kaiser Foundation Health Plan, and the Kaiser Foundation Hospitals for basically mutilating her body before the age of consent. This is great. And you're seeing a lot more of this right now, that a lot of people are beginning to sue these hospitals because they realize 18, 19, 20 years old, they're realizing this, I can't believe I just ruined my bodies. And these bodies are ruined. Chloe Cole makes it very clear. She doesn't know if she's ever going to be able to have children. She's definitely not going to be able to breastfeed. And all this because that's been done simply because she said she was a boy and they just went with it. So 
good for her. I'm glad she's doing this. And I think there should be more of this. Okay, so let's get to our news stories. So we haven't talked about groomers in public schools for almost a week. So here's another story. <clears throat> According to Fox News, a Pennsylvania English teacher said he included close-up photographs of penises, vulvas, as well as a video of women ejaculating in an optional sexuality class, according to an interview. The school told Fox News Digital they were standing by him. Al Vernacchio is an English teacher at a Friends, at Friends School Central School, a private school in Wynwood. He also is involved in the sexuality curriculum, which expounds from children nursery through 12th grade according to the website uh, his website he has also mentioned this fact on at least one other occasion after publication of this article the school reached out and stated there was no quote sexual education curriculum prior to fourth grade end quote why fourth grade i don't know why why isn't i mean well, we'll get to that in his work as sexuality education coordinator. Vernacchio teaches classes, organized sexuality-themed programs and assemblies, and is one of the faculty advisors for the Gender and Sexual Orient Orientation Alliance. Now, I had sex education in my Catholic school in seventh grade. Okay, so I did have it. It was held for one night. It was voluntary, and the sexes were separated. Doesn't sound like that's a thing here. There were, when you went, you had to go with a parent, which if, if I'm a boy, I had to go with my father. If it was a girl, she had to go with her mother. The parents received the book that we were going to receive. There were very few pictures in it, but the parents had to approve very few pictures in it, except the, you know, the typical stuff. There was no, there was no showing how to put a condom on. This is a Catholic school, by the way. So, nothing about gay sex or anal sex. No examples of dildos, vibrators, buck plugs, or bondage equipment. Definitely no photos, movies, or literature of people having sex, much less of a woman ejaculating, probably a guy ejaculating too. Oh, and I forgot one other thing, an important thing. The class was run by a priest. The reality is we left that class actually more confused about sex than we did when we went in. Simply because we got the basics in. We didn't know what a vagina looked like. We didn't know what a penis looked like. Well, we did. The girls didn't. Because there was no talk of sex toys, showing videos, photos, talking of gay sex, masturbation. And they told the parents. The parents were actually involved in the process. Now the one thing, and of course it's a Catholic school, so they're very they're very much against I don't they used to be, but they're very much against premarital sex. They're very much you must be married and half the sex class talked about that. You should be married. You shouldn't have sex. We talked about diseases and things. We talked about premarital pregnancy. Pretty sure this school is not doing any of that. 
Now, the other thing that I find curious, what the hell is an English teacher doing this for? Could it be? I mean, that's not his profession. At least be a science teacher, maybe? But why an English teacher? Could it be he likes little kids and he likes grooming them? When are we going to be able to see, when are we going to be able to say, hey, this is flat out grooming? When are we going to say a little kid, fourth grader, does not need to see what a vagina looks like, a fourth grade boy, or a fourth grade girl doesn't need to see a man ejaculating? What is the purpose of any of that? I don't know, but the schools seem to love it. And this is a private school. So private schools can do whatever they want, by the way. If the private school wants to do that, that's great. That should not mean that um, that should not mean <coughs> that everybody approves of it. And people should actually fight back. Well, the only thing with the school, at least they're they're telling you what it is. I mean, <laughs> they're not hiding the ball. Okay. So the aliens, we talked about this just I mentioned it yesterday. <clears throat> the aliens are out there and they must have some awesome strength and they must like volleyball because on a beach well let's read it from fox news a giant iron ball discovered on a beach in japan has locals and officials baffled as the mysterious object's origins remain unknown the sphere is about 4.9 feet in diameter has a found was found by a runner on, I can't pronounce it, some beach, I can't pronounce it, in the coastal city of Hamamutsu and reported to police, state broadcaster NHK reported Tuesday. Local police and bomb squad investigated the discovery, confirming through x-rays that the sphere appears to be hollow. Local officials said the object was not a threat and may be some type of buoy. But news of the strange object has since circulated online, leading to the to a flurry of speculation that the metal ball could be a Godzilla egg or a Dragon Ball from the popular Japanese manga uh, Dragon Ball. Godzilla egg or Dragon Ball. It's obviously an alien volleyball. Is there's no question, and it looks it looks like a volleyball. It actually has the lines like a ball. Maybe it's a soccer ball because the old time soccer balls looked a lot like this too. So, I mean, I would be really worried if this is an alien volleyball because that would mean these aliens these are some big aliens and they could take us out. But as long as they like volleyball, they're leaving us alone, and we don't have to we don't have to deal with them. Uh, Honestly, it looks like a big buoy. It probably it might be an it might be. I, I can see why they, it looks like an old mine, except it doesn't have any of the the triggers on it. Um, chances are they're gonna. It's some sort of weather. Some sort of weather and current buoy. It does have the clips on the ends of it, as if to weigh it down, because a lot of these buoys are actually weighed down. Uh, by rope or, or rope or um, more likely chain. I I'm even wondering if they cut it open, they're gonna find sensors inside of it. So I, it was kind of a weird thing. It went it went viral last week. So it, this thing has 
this thing's been around a while. It looks like it's been around a while. It's kind of it's kind of rusty and and old. But anyway, it's something that I just decided to bring up here since we're seeing so many things that are really bizarre out there. Okay. Let's um let's talk about California. And when we talk about California, you know what it's going to be about. Everything is racist. Everything is racist according to me. Everything is racist in 2020. Yep, and here's another here's another example. So, let's get something straight about California. California doesn't want police. But since crime doesn't seem to want to go away and counselors don't seem to be able to stop people from committing crime, they've decided to California has decided to alter their strategy a little bit. So they banned they want to get rid of guns, they want to get rid of rifles. They want to get rid of chokeholds. They want to get rid of pursuits. They want to get rid of bully clubs, billy clubs, and they want to get rid of mace. So the best way to do this is take away any tool that the police have to help them catch criminals. That would leave police with only one thing to protect themselves if they if they got what they wanted. Of course, they're not getting any of that stuff because what's the point of having a police officer if he's completely unarmed? But one of the things they've decided to do, well, here it is. According to the Daily Wire, California Democrats and activists are working to outlaw multiple uses of police canines in the state, citing claims of present and historical racism. This is great. Bill Assembly Bill 742, introduced on February 13th by Democratic Assembly members Corey Jackson from Paris and Ash Carla Calra, San Jose, would end the use of canine units for arrest, apprehension, and crowd control. Police dogs would still be permitted in other situations, such as explosive detections and search and rescue missions. Notice they don't mention anything about drugs. I got a feeling, yeah, those dogs aren't going to be used for drugs either, because California basically has legalized drug use. And you can't you can't arrest people for drug use because most users, according to California, are people of color. So Corey Jackson co-sponsored the bill. He sat there and said, quote, From the brutal attempts to quell the civil rights movement, Black Lives Matter protests, and their day-to-day use in law enforcement, police canines remain a gross misuse of force and victimize black and brown people disproportionately. The need for AB 742 is apparent, not only through a historic perspective, but also through clear racial disparities we see every year. So, is he saying that what's happening today, is he saying that the racism of the 50s is still happening today and these dogs are unjustly being sent after black and brown people? Is he saying that the cops are still racist? I think the answers are pretty obvious there. Is he denying that there is any crime out there that the use of a canine would be justified. You see, there's just never, there's never a time 
when using an a uh, canine is justified? Of course, the answer in reality is no. I mean, the cops aren't racist. The dogs aren't racist. The, I mean, the use of dogs back in the 50s was terrible, but they did it. That doesn't mean that's how they use dogs today. They used to also, in the 50s and 40s, when Jim Crow was around, they also used to shoot people based on their skin. Are they saying that happens now? We know that's not the case. He also said, quote, I'm always looking for ways to atone for the past. How do we get out systemic racism? How do we get out of racism in, in our narratives? And how do we make sure that we erase practices that are currently being done today that were originated and perfected by our ancestors? Okay, there is no need to atone for the past. Why? Because the past has been fixed. And it is race baiters like this turd that keep this stuff going. We are not a systemically racist country. I know that's a controversial statement. No one's really allowed to say that, but we're not a systemically we're not a systemic systemically racist country. And I keep pointing this out to people. Why? Because we were a systemically racist country at one point. There were times when black blacks couldn't use white people's restrooms. That blacks couldn't use white people's water fountains, that blacks weren't allowed in certain restaurants, that blacks were prevented from voting, that blacks couldn't go to schools, blacks couldn't hold certain jobs. All this under the Jim Crow laws. That is when racic, racism was in the system. In other words, it was systemic. Today, not only is discrimination out of the system, we have gone out of our way to outlaw it. The 13th and 14th Amendments of the Constitution specifically outlaw racism and discrimination. If I fire somebody because they're black, I can get sued. So discrimination is not only not, not in the system. Racism and discrimination are not only not in the system, they are expressly illegal. We are heading to systemic racism, though, and that's with this BS equity crap that the Biden administration is trying to implement. Remember we talked about that, I think, on Wednesday, where he's trying to make it that equity is built into the all of the government systems. Of course, this is completely illegal and violates the 13th and 14th Amendments, and Republicans better do something about it. Because it's not really right that loans from the federal government are determined by skin color. I, I don't see how this is seen as not racist. Okay, the article from the Daily Wire continues. In a pre press release, the Assemblyman cited research that said the black and Latino individuals are more likely to be involved in canine apprehensions. According to Jackson, 65% of those seriously injured by police dogs in 2021 were, quote, people of color. Why can't we say, no, oh, never mind. Jackson said using police dogs, for that matter, such as uh, 
Jackson said using police dogs for matters such as apprehensions of suspects has racist roots back to the days of slavery, noting that AB 742's role is largely meant to remedy past racial wrongs. Again, past racial wrongs have already been remedied. They have been rooted out of the system, taking away the dogs, which, by the way, are considered non-lethal. Dogs are considered non-lethal. Yes, people get injured when they get bit, but they are non-lethal, and you're just taking another tool away. And what happened in the 50s and the 40s, you cannot even compare to now. Because that's not what the dogs are being used for. Now, I do have some questions for this guy. And I would love people to start asking these questions. The first thing I would say is, is he saying that police are only using dogs because they're racist? I think I asked this question in a different way. So, dogs are there to attack black people and brown people? White people have nothing to do with that? Of course, the answer is no. It's a stupid question. Are there people who deserve to have the dogs sicked on them? And if there are people who did not deserve to have the dogs sicked on them, who was that individual victimized by dogs, by the police dog? Here's something we never hear. All you hear is how we should not, the dog has no business chasing this guy or biting this guy. Okay, but then you hear the circumstance and it sounds like, well, no, the dog definitely. And the, I mean, the other option could be the cop takes his gun out and shoots him, which, by the way, a lot of people, a lot of canine units are saying, you know, is that those dogs have actually prevented us from pulling a gun and shooting person, people. And the dogs, they lose 20 to 30 dogs a year by the assailant actually killing the dog. In essence, the dogs end up saving the police officers' lives. No one talks about that. But if there is a person that's victimized by these police dogs, show them. Have, have this, this Jackson idiot should probably have a, do- a man in there saying, I was attacked for absolutely no reason by these dogs. Well, of course, there's, there's no one to, to, to come out and say that because they only use the dogs when they absolutely positively have to. They don't want to use the dogs because they're afraid the dogs could get hurt. So here's the here's the question that really should be pointed out. Here is the question. Why are so many people of color getting into trouble with law enforcement? This is the this is the root problem. What is the root cause of black people brown people, whatever you want to call them, people of color, why are they getting into trouble? Why is there so much crime? I would like someone to answer that. Stop worrying about what the cops are doing. Why don't you worry about why these people of color are getting into so much trouble? Figure that out. Could it be the fact that most of these people come from broken homes? Could it be the fact that these most of these people are in education systems that aren't teaching them anything. Less than 50% of children in the public school systems can't read at grade level. 
And when I say less than 50, I mean way less than 50. I believe in Baltimore, it's like 6% can read at grade level. And I think it was 0% can do simple basic math. So why aren't why don't you deal these politicians should deal with those problems. Forget about the problems of the racist dogs and the racist cops because the cops aren't racist. I mean LA LA California in general most cops are not white. Over 50% of the police forces are actually made up of people of color, especially if you go to Los Angeles. Most cops you, you come into will be either black or Hispanic. So that's not a thing. Even in San Diego, where we are, the sheriff department, ton of Hispanic uh, police officers. So finally, I do have a question. I wasn't going to ask this. If we can call them people of color, why can't we call them colored people? I'd just like to know. It seems like, you know, it seems like kind of a kind of a problem there. Well, you know why? Because that's what the left does. They like to change words. And it doesn't matter that people of color is not racist, but colored people is racist. Doesn't matter. Essentially, they're the same thing. They want to be able to manipulate the language and want people to actually follow their reign. Um but in essence, this is just California becoming worse. It's not getting better. This is helping out criminals. This is weakening the police. Dogs, again, they're just a tool. They're not used all the time. They're used for the protection of the police officers, and they're used as less lethal uh, force to capture criminals. How's California going to be safe by taking them off the streets? And I, I, I tell you, it's going to be important. People are going to have to start arming themselves because you can't depend on the police anymore. They're just not allowed to do anything. Okay, I hope you folks have a good weekend. I told you it was going to be shorter. I just wanted to get through my leftovers for the week. You can hear my voice is just torn apart. Have a great weekend. Talk to you Monday. This is Gene, and you listen to Dumbasses Talking Politics. <laughs>